got to dispel this myth that bullying is just a normal rite of passage. We have an obligation to ensure that our schools are safe for all of our kids. Body positivity is the idea that all bodies are good bodies. Things can still hurt online if you talk to someone um, in a negative way. Um, you may not know exactly how you're hurting that person if you talk about them. Words can hurt. Let's let's uh, let's all stop doing that. Get the fuck out my face with that shit. In this dark time of political correctness and safe zones, one man stands in the shadows with a microphone and a slew of unpopular opinions. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Backed by an unknown podcast, he tackles the topics that question the current social norm. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud-laying motherfucker, motherfucker. This is the Toe on the Trigger podcast. With your host, Daniel Ripples. It's, you have a differing opinion than the current rising majority, so therefore you're a piece of shit and go fuck yourself and go die. Your toe's on the trigger, and he's here to help you keep from pulling it. Welcome to, no that's not how I say it, what do I say? This is the Toe on the Trigger podcast episode 060, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Wow, I'm like off my guard today. My name is Daniel Repples, and with me in the Toe on the Trigger studio, Kinky Kesher. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I am in a really good mood. Yeah, and I'm like in a blasé kind of mood. I don't know why. I'm just kind of bleh. But you're not like sad. I'm not sad, no. I'm just, uh, it's not that I'm I'm in a bad mood or I'm even in a good mood. I'm just kind of, eh, I'm in a mood. Yeah. Yeah, I got some stuff done for the the podcast website and a bunch of other random random things. Cool. Other than that, yeah. Uh, how have you been? I I've been pretty well. How's your uh, How's your little uh, porn addiction going? You know, I think I got over it. I'm uh, first of all, it was not porn. <laughs> no, yeah, sorry. Um, I haven't watched porn in a minute. Like um, a black people minute. Yeah, prison yeah. minute, black person minute, whatever. It's a porn minute. Yeah, I haven't watched porn in forever, but the whole erotic uh, novel thingy, um, I don't know. I just kind of, I my brain has been more occupied with like um, wanting to get into creative stuff again. So, so you're back on, you're back on track. Yeah, more, more folk, more focused on the future and less on the like, you know, what's happening right now. Yeah. Which, I don't know could be bad i guess but i don't know i kind of got over that so well good so you i mean i was gonna i was gonna have to like (laughs) have like an intervention on you here yeah i it was pretty it was bad it was a very dark time in my life yeah um but it it affected me uh more negatively if that sounds right than like drugs really like it was i and i think it might be because i saw it so like clearly that it was like this is this is not healthy at all this is not okay this is not okay and this is not fine um but yeah i just kind of i i don't know if i just lost i I do that though like especially like with sexual things i lose interest like 
for example, <laughs> I don't know if I should say this, um, people, sexual partners, I lose interest in them too, like, pretty regularly. Is, is Eddie suffering from this? I don't think he's suffering. I think it's just, we haven't really, we haven't hung out in a little while and we both are, will be like, you know, hey, what's going on? And, and I just kind of like, eh. Yeah. It's I, not, it has nothing to do with him. It's just like, I, I have my erotic fiction. I don't need you. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I did break my vibrator finally. With your own vagina? With my, with my pussy, yeah. Wow. It, that's uh, a that's a strong pussy. Well, that that vibrator that's a fucking that's a war veteran right there. I've had that vibrator for I believe four years, um, maybe three years. It's been through some shit, definitely. It had de- it so it's one of those. It's like one of those. Seen some salt. Oh, <laughs> it's a uh, you know those wands that plug in. Yeah, the um, body wands. Yeah, the body wands, the Hitachi body wands. It's the like knockoff version of that, and it, it's battery operated, yeah. not plug in. And so the uh, the neck of it like is flexible, and I had broken it many, many times. And uh, a dude that I used to have sex with would uh, electrical, electrical tape. tape it. Yeah, and um, the wires finally gave out. Well, good thing it didn't, like, electrocute your pussy. Dude, I was, like, going at it, right? <laughs> and uh, and it, I kept, it kept shutting off. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then, and so I'd, like, stop and I'd like, I'd, like, hold it up to my face. Like, what is going on with you? That's a bad place to put something and like that. And then I'd start using it again. And it would, like, go to the very highest setting and then shut off. And I was like, this is bullshit. Like, this is not okay. So I, like, I tweaked it just enough so I could, like, get off. And then, so you didn't even stop. You didn't even no. think about the the fact that this thing could blow up onto your vagina. It's not gonna blow up. I've seen a video of two chicks using a vibrator together, right? Yeah. And they're like, "Oh yeah, we're fucking each other. Give us tokens on Chatterbait." <laughs> and uh, next thing you know, you see the you see the fucking vibrator, uh-huh. like not explode, but you see it short out. You like there's a like a very visible, obvious burst. Yeah. From one of their vaginas. Wow. Yeah, from it shorting out and blowing, pretty much blowing a fuse, I guess. That's terrifying. Yeah. I just, I needed to come, so. So, fuck it. If anything, that might have made you come more. Maybe. And the only other option I have, I mean, like, fingers, okay. But, like, I have. <laughs> your, your weak ass fingers. I'm actually much better. I have made myself come with my fingers many times. So, thank you, Mike. Um, <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, that tool really did work. But, did um, wonders. It did. I actually like, because what would happen is like my fingers would get tired and then like cramp. No cramping anymore. So that's cool. Um, nice. But my other, op- my only other option was is this huge plug-in wand that's like so loud. The lowest setting is like, it's like so, it's. It's like starting up a lawnmower. Yeah, I'm like, this is not okay. You got to wait until uh, where you're living when the gardener's out there doing the. Yeah. Doing the whole lawn mowing thing. Exactly. That's what you got to do. And everything echoes in the house. Yeah. So. It, it's a very it's a very open open house with a lot of tile and a lot of uh there's not a lot of carpeting. <laughs> Lots of people too, which is Actually, there's only one room in that house with carpet. Two yeah. rooms. Yeah. No, one room. No. One, one two rooms. Mhm. Yeah. The back one doesn't anymore, does it? Um the biggest room and yeah. the front room both have carpet. It has a rug. 
Okay. Throw rug and hardwood. Okay. Oh, the front bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> You're right. Well, oh, I didn't even remember that room existed. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why? Yeah. That room doesn't count. Nobody knows what we're talking about right now. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, okay, keep going. Move on. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I've had some interesting, interesting thoughts in my head this last week, and it all kind of revolves around... Can I say something really quick? What? When I saw that on the notes, Girls, 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 I was so hoping you were going to play this song. What? But go ahead. My problem is that, um, God, this song is just too good. I love this song. So, I don't want to say there's three girls in my life that I'm tripping on. There's two and a half. Oh. No. Uh, there's two. Okay. There's three people, but one of them is like full force, mm-hmm. and then two of them are like half energy. Okay. So that's two. Your energy. Of my energy, okay. yes. It's probably less than that, but we'll round for just simple numbers, simple okay. math. Um, one of them I would consider high bucket two, mm-hmm. low three. Uh, the other ones. Or like high twos. Okay. All right. Uh, the first one is the, the chick who I talked about, not on the last episode, but the episode before, where uh, she wanted me to uh, basically move her in, into my abode. Yes. Uh, I did not give in, and I will not give in. Jack and Mike D to my dismay. <laughs> and... Uh, she called me again. Mm-hmm. She texted me and she wanted me to come with her to look for a place mm-hmm. because she found it on Craigslist and she was afraid she was going to get raped and murdered if she went by herself, which I guess is a valid thought, Okay, you know, because it's Craigslist and there's a lot of shady shit that happens on Craigslist, you know? Yeah. So I drove all the way down there to help her look at this room and I don't know why I did that. I mean, because I would do that for, like, a friend. You know what I mean? Like, if you were like, hey, I found this room. Way the fuck. Will you come with me to look at it? Because I'm kind of sketched out. I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. I have no problem doing that. Yeah. Uh, But this person, I don't know her that well. She doesn't really know me. And I don't know why she asked me. I don't know why she keeps asking me to do these things. You know what I mean? Okay. And so part of me is like, does she want the dick? I don't think she wants a dick. She doesn't want me to, like, do anything. She doesn't want me to, like, front her any money. She doesn't want me to put down a deposit. Like, she doesn't want to use me for anything. Like, she hasn't asked me to do anything that's too far out of, like, the realm of possibility. You know what I mean? Okay. So I'm kind of wondering if maybe, you know, maybe she's kind of interested. So if she is, I obviously have to, like, keep my foot in the door, you know? Right. So what do you think? Um, I, I, okay, I hear what you're saying about she doesn't want to, she hasn't, like, tried to use you or whatever, but from my perspective, I think that's what it is. I think, I think that she, it's obvious that you like her because she has a pussy, so she can, she can. Okay, like, you're using that word very, uh, I don't like her. I just, I think she's hot and want to have sex. Like, she's one of the girls I pretty much just want to have sex with. Because after hanging out with her, like, 
I don't know. She's just not like. Okay, but she knows that you're interested. It doesn't yes, matter what you're she, interested she in. She does know that I'm interested, and she only she knows that I'm only interested in sex, pretty much. That's fine, but okay. but people use that. I mean, I, I don't really think... She doesn't know you at all, really, so I don't think she's trying to like get to know you, especially since she's only asked you for things. Yeah. And, I mean, she yeah, she hasn't asked you for money and stuff yet. I mean, I... I feel like she's kind of trying to like. She's doing the foot in the door method where she's just like, okay, so he does this now, and then pretty soon she gets me so she's invested. Doing exactly what you would do, but for the opposite effect. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, you, like if you were trying to fuck somebody, and like, it, it, it's like she's baiting you, but like you would do the same thing, but you just want to fuck her, and she probably just wants to have like another guy who will like, you know bow at her pussy okay does that yeah. make sense yeah that makes sense i'm not trying to be mean but no like, that's, I, think... I mean that makes sense and i mean once she it's just gonna be fun to see like what happens once she gets the things in her life that she's like gets out of the crisis that she's in mm-hmm. like what happens you know i think it'll be interesting to see if you cave uh to certain things i'll cave because it doesn't really affect me that much like, driving down there didn't really affect me. Like, yeah, it used up gas or whatever, but, I mean... She didn't I, give you gas money? I didn't ask for it, so no. I, yeah, I, okay. But, I mean, that doesn't really... I mean, nothing like that really bothers it's me. It's fine that it doesn't bother you, and it's fine that you didn't ask or whatever. It's just kind of a shitty thing. You, you give somebody gas money when you ask for help. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I didn't even think about that at all. Especially if you don't know them. Like, if it was me, I'd be like, hey, like... I, don't, I would say something though. I'd be like, I don't have gas money. You know yeah, what I mean? and you've you've done that before. Even after all this time, you're like, I need to go here, and I don't have any gas money, or yeah. I do, or blah blah blah. And, and I, 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 it's hard for me to like to. <laughs> I would never ask somebody for help with something, but that's the thing is, I don't think people are like you know, killing themselves to get in my pants. You know what I mean? And I think certain <laughs> people like have that. You dated somebody like that um, who knew that she was hot shit and people would just do anything for her. So, yeah. So she could just get her way. Yeah. 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 And that that might be what she's trying to do. And that's the thing is, I'm not going to like, I don't have the money to fucking loan her. So if she needs money, then she's kind of fucked. Yeah. You know, if she needs a place to stay, can't help. I basically am useless to her unless she needs like friend shit. Yeah. Because I can do friend shit. I'm pretty good at doing most friend shit, you know? You need fucking bailed, not bailed out of jail, but you need bailed out of a shitty situation. Like, I can come get you. I can do all kinds of shit like that. Yeah. Because I I actually enjoy doing stuff like that for people. Yeah, but I don't know, Daniel. I think that, I think women can sense that you are like that, and I it bothers me that people take advantage of you. Like that, because I, I think that even if you want to, even if you're trying to like be aware of it so that you don't like let people take advantage of you, they do. So you either suck at it or like I, you might not see it, but I don't know. I just I, I see that going poorly, but well, we shall see. It's none of my business. Hashtag straight out of content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, okay, well, that that works. Um, second girl, uh, she works in the building that I work at. 
And uh, she doesn't work in my company. She works down the hall. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she is um, the first when she came to interview for that company she works for. Mm -hmm. I saw her in the elevator and I was like, oh, I don't. She got off of my floor and I was just like, hey, I don't recognize you. Are you new around? You know, are you new here? She's like, no, I'm just here for an interview. And I was like, oh, well, like, good luck. And I was just like chatting her up because she's fucking beautiful, right? And uh, she's like, oh, well, thank you. He, he, he. Okay. Because <laughs> that's what girls do. Right. They he, he, he. And uh, so she goes to her interview. And I don't see her for a couple weeks. And I saw her a couple weeks ago as I was leaving. She was also leaving work. And we get into the elevator. And we start just talking about random shit. Mm-hmm. And it basically gets into like conversations about different like netflix shows and shit like that just really benign conversation Mm -hmm. but it's uh it's really natural and we're like laughing and like looking deeply and longingly into each other's eyes no kind of okay not really but (laughs) i was probably looking longingly into her eyes but she probably was just looking at me like this is how you talk to people (laughs) and (laughs) and uh and she uh and I was like, oh, okay. And I, I introduced, I said, oh, by the way, my name's Daniel. And she introduced herself to me. And she just, the way she kept looking at me, I was like, oh, this girl totally wants me. And I'm always wrong. Yes, you are. I'm, I, no, not always. I'm like 75 to 79.5% wrong. You are only right when I've already told you that that is the case. Okay, let's, let's fucking, let's calm down a little bit. Have I been wrong? You've you've been wrong no, a couple I'm times. Not. You you you've been wrongish. No, there's n- okay. <clears throat> I've never been wrong, and the times that you are referring to, you never made a move, so there was no way for you to know. I know I was right, which is all that matters. I mean, it'd be nice if you if you uh, you know agreed, but you're a dude. Dudes uh, they don't like when no I the women are right. Okay, well that that goes into the the third girl. Because this will prove your point wrong. Oh. Because okay. this girl actually works in the bill in at my company. Uh-huh. Brand new. She's been there a couple weeks. And I sent you a message that said, I wish that you were here uh-huh. to verify whether this chick wants to fuck me. Because I know how you are about that. You're usually pretty good gauge. So, mm-hmm. no, it's not true that I, I don't like to see you right. Because I recognize that that's true. Okay. So just let's just sit in my rightness for a minute. Let Seinfeld music take us. I remember you sending it to me and I don't remember what else happened. So Oh, you wanted me to like take pictures and oh, like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. wanted me to like get all crazy CIA with it and I yeah. just I'm I don't have the ways or the means to really do that. Okay. But um Anywho, so this girl, she recently started working at my at the company I work at, and that's automatically a red flag, because you know you don't shit where you eat, you shouldn't flirt with people you work with, me, 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 all those little social norms that are just fucking bullshit, mm-hmm. right? And it, I mean, I admit, yeah, I guess it can cause problems. I've I've seen I've seen workplace uh, shenanigans yeah. cause yeah. cause issues in the past with people. So I, I I can see why it would be detrimental, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still gonna I'm still gonna try anyways, mm-hmm. just because. But anyway, so she started working there a week ago, a couple of weeks, whatever. I don't even know how long it's been now. And she works on the other side, 
That's what we call it. It's the other side of the building. It's part of my company, but it's a totally different part of the company. She's like the receptionist. Okay. And I go over there multiple times a day for random reasons, even before she worked there. And ever like all this week I've been going over there and like one day I was talking to the other receptionist that was there and kind of making eye contact with this girl and she was kind of blushing and laughing and doing the giggly thing. And I don't know if she was laughing because she legitimately thought it was funny or if she was doing the whole, ooh, I'm going to pretend like I think you're funny even though you're kind of funny. You know what I mean? Okay. That girls do? Mm. Girls do that. All right. We verified this on the show a couple weeks ago. I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. Okay. I, I could pull I could pull pull footage I, I believe if, need, you. if need be. Uh, you know, all the flirting mistakes women make. Um It's a thing. It's a real thing. Um so then I just started talking to her and we had a couple different um things in common. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about that and yes. What day is this? What day is this? To, this is Saturday. Today's right? Saturday. Yeah. Okay, so on Friday. Yeah, on Friday I went over there and I was just like talking to her for 10, 15 minutes after I'd already clocked out because I went over there to see if someone else was there real quick before I left and that person wasn't there. So her and I just chit-chatted mm-hmm. for 15 to 20 minutes. And so now I need to devise a strategy. Okay. What do I do with the, with this girl? Do I just do I just take it really slow and just pretend like she's just she works there and just see what happens and just kind of be sort of because I'm pretty flirty with a lot of people, what? even if I'm not interested. You know what I mean? Right. I just do it. And so I was so I'm wondering if I should just be just flirty me and then. No, um, I, I think that you need to. Um, is this the one that I saw the picture of? Yeah. Okay. I think that you definitely need to slow your roll. Slow my roll. Um, because you just do things too quickly, and yeah. you either scare them away, or you. I mean, sometimes it works, but then I, I just I I feel like you need to you need to take it slower. You need to do the. Yeah. I don't mean this in the like Christianese way. But like the court, court her, yeah. yeah the, the have that mentality. Don't like literally go befriend her family and have Sunday brunch together. That'd I just be weird. Mean, yeah, don't do that. But I mean, just you know, just be slow and you know, bring her a. <clears throat> sorry, bring her a uh, a beverage. A beverage. Bring her a beverage and um and like, then and then like back vo- off vodka or. Some, I mean, some kind yes. of some kind of rapey. No, um, <laughs> like bring her a coffee, you know, or or whatever, and then and then back off the rest of the week, and then the next week, not the same day, but like a couple days, like a week and a half later. Okay. Damn, you're, you're pulling this strategy out. I know, and it, I really, I really believe that you need to wait like three weeks and do little do little things each week. One thing, not multiple things. Um. And then at the end of the three weeks, I think asking her out or asking her if she wants to go to lunch on a Saturday or whatever, I think that's the best way to do it. And then do not take her out to lunch while you're working. It needs to be on a weekend. A weekend? Yes. Not even like after work? No. No. I think you need to completely separate because I, I, I've watched you do work people. Well, that sounds bad. Um, <laughs> well, I've, I've, se- I've seen you. Well, yes. Um, it's just it doesn't 
always doesn't go well ever. Um, ever. Well, no. Mm, there have been a couple. No, well, there have been. There's. I have not seen this go well. So I think you should completely. I. I don't think it's wrong to date people from work. Um, or like fuck people from work or whatever. But I think she kind of sounds like somebody that you don't just want to fuck though. Yeah. No. I. I. I kind of. I think she's kind of a. And I don't know her enough. And I always do this. I, I'll, I'll find certain. And I don't know how my brain gauges these people. Like, why is this person worthy of being more than just a lay? You yeah. know what I mean? Um, I mean we, we talked about random shit. The conversation was pretty cool. Um, but I would at one po- at some point like to go to lunch to see who she really is because I know that people act, especially because of where she works in the company. She's supposed to be very customer servicey and very professional. Yeah. You know, so she if she has and I don't want to scare the chick away with my sense of humor. Yeah. You know, and I'm I kind of think and just seeing kind of who she is, she probably doesn't have the same sense of humor. That's not necessarily bad. Nah, it's not, but I mean if I'm going to date somebody, like they have to at least be similar enough with yeah. the sense of humor you mm-hmm. know so i don't know where okay so one two three with buckets mm-hmm. where where do you where do you say she is can we make up a fake name so i don't get confused who we're talking about okay we'll call we'll call the user and abuser we'll call her uh we'll call her jessica okay uh we will call the other girl who works in the building but not in my company, mm-hmm. we'll call her Allison. Okay. And then this other girl, we'll call her Faith. <laughs> okay. How's that? <laughs> That's perfect. Um, perfect. Okay, so um, you want me to you want me to bucketize all three of them? Bucketize away. I'm writing that down. Bucketize. Okay, um, so Jessica. Okay. I don't like that name, by the way. Pick a different one. Jessica? Okay. How about Elizabeth? No, 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 no. We'll just stick with Jessica. Okay. Um, uh, I don't like her as a person anyway, and I don't even know her, so that works perfectly fine. Um, I would say right. Jessica is a a the highest level of three you can get. Okay. Um, Allison, I... I I'm gonna skip Allison. I don't because I didn't really talk a lot about yeah, her because like, that's kind of an on hold thing right now because that's just sort of I don't see her a lot. She's more of an in we'll passing person. Put her in three then. You want to put her in a three, like a low to mid? Yeah, I'll say Jessica's a high three. Allison is a mid three, and then Faith I think is a. Hmm, I'm gonna say she's a she she, she she's a mid two. A mid two. Because you're currently working on her. Yeah. And the reason I say mid two we'll just say two. We'll say we'll just say a two. Because if you if you were just like admiring from afar and like not really doing anything like with Allison, then she'd be a three. But because you're like actually well, first of all, you're getting great advice from me on how to <laughs> on how to approach this. So just that alone puts her out of two because you're actually like strategizing on how to like I don't I mean go out with her fuck or whatever, um, but you can't go any lower than a two 
because no, definitely not. No, I definitely can't put her in anything lower because, you know, again, to remind any listeners out there that are maybe new or forgot what the Pales of Pussy strategy is, it's based on time and risk. Yes. It's not based on importance. (laughs) It's not based on like a value. It's based on time. One to the first bucket, the first pail, can't say buckets. We got to remember, we can't say buckets. We might get sued. Yes. Is about one to three months. The second one is about three to six. And the third one is nine months and beyond. Yes. But usually like nine to a year. Mm-hmm. And, and then more for like the really. Just to clarify, all you Daniel Reppel's bucket ones out there. I'm sorry, pale ones? I pale ones. Say that. Yeah, pale is such. Yeah. Daniel still values you. Okay. He still likes your vaginas. Yes. He thinks you're beautiful. Some some of you. <laughs> I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I, can't, I can't, dude. Um, wow. Okay. So, yeah. I just, I felt the need to say that because I feel like, not that this has happened, but I, I feel like it's possible that some of your bucket ones may, may have like a sense of uh worthlessness or feeling yeah. less than yeah again i'm not saying this has ever happened i'm just saying i sense no that some that could some people happened. think that it, and i've had this conversation with a few people where they think that and it's always like when i tell this to a guy it's funny because i get different responses if i tell if i talked about the strategy to a guy mm-hmm. he'll be like oh my god i do that and it's completely self-conscious. I think I'm just the only one who's actually just been so bored and alone <laughs> that I was like, I'm going to fucking conceptualize this because mm-hmm. I recognized it. And I think that most bachelors, at least, they do that. You know, they have these women in their lives and subconsciously they decide where on the scale this person falls in on a time basis, in a risk basis. You know, how much they're willing to risk to achieve either a sexual relationship or a regular relationship with an individual Mm -hmm. and and guys like i said when i talk to them about it just me and me and the boys me and the guys yeah they're like dude you're totally right Mm -hmm. but when another female is present they're like no man no i don't do that and i was like don't fucking lie like for one you're breaking like a great fucking rule of women like honesty and if they don't like you for the shit you say, then they're not going to, they're eventually going to find out the truth. Yeah. You know, I mean, hopefully you get your goal before, before they find the truth. Yeah. But then you just end up looking like a shittier human being in the end result, as opposed to just coming straight out honest and they're like, he's a dick, but I knew that from day one. Yeah. And then they can't find any fault with you. It's kind of cool. Yeah. They end up finding themselves to be like in the wrong. Because they, I, for me, I try to just come straight out and just be like, yeah, I'm kind of a douchebag. I'm kind of an asshole. And I do some pretty fucked up things. And what? Yeah, and that that's kind of the response I get is like, oh, no, you're such a sweet guy. I believe I described you to a female recently as the sweetest asshole you will ever meet. Yeah. Because that's very accurate. You are an asshole, but you're very sweet. What did I call you today? I said you were a... Uh, you're not allowed to say that. I said don't, 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 don't. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
Okay. Says about you call me like a teddy bear or something. Can I say it then? I guess if you want to. I said you were you were a squishy. Ah, oh, fuck! I forgot. It's squishy teddy bear full of fluffy sweetness or something like that. And because you were, you were very nice. You said a nice thing today. You said I don't care what anyone says. You're a squishy teddy bear full of fluffy sweetness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I said, said you were you're my favoritist. You did let, you say I'm your favoritist? Yeah. Oh, you did say. Because because you let me be late for the podcast. Yeah. So. But I mean, there was a selfish motive. I was in the middle of other shit too, so I was. Like, well, you didn't have to ruin it. Well, I. You're right. I am a squishy teddy bear full of sweetness. I believe everybody who knows you would agree with that, honestly, because yeah. everybody, even if they only know you as like your your bantering, like, you know, I'm I'm a funny motherfucker, you know, but you're still really sweet. And, like, I don't know. I feel like people know that. Yeah, the people that really know me. I don't actually... I can't think of anybody that I know who knows you who'd be like, no, he's just an asshole. Oh. Uh, I don't I There's don't quite so. a... There's some people that I've... That I just don't like, so I've been an asshole to them on purpose and only an asshole. Well, okay. <laughs> but back to the, the pale thing. You were saying that... um some like women who Oh, so it. so some women they think that it it's that each thing is like a I have a conversation here. Go on. Um I had a conversation with an indiv- individual regarding this exact uh topic. Okay. Uh earlier this week. And uh I got to find it. And as soon as I find it Well, I'm while you're finding, I'm going to tell you, I don't know if you remember or not, but when I, when it dawned on me what exactly the pails of pussy strategy was, it it uh, surprised me a lot, and I felt very. Um, I was like, "Wow, I don't know how to feel about this," because you had said something on on your show about, uh, she's a bucket three because not me. I'm talking about you said a this person. about a person. You were like, "She's a bucket three and and. Uh, your co-host at the time had said, uh, why is she a three? And you're like, oh, I really respect her. Like, I, I really. And I was like. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And I and I like looked at you and I was like, oh, my God. And then I dawned on me. I'm like, that means I'm a one, which means he doesn't respect me at all. And I like had to like think about it for a while. And I was like, that's really shitty. And then like I talked to you about it. I was trying to be non-confrontational. But I was like, my feelings are hurt, Daniel. And then, triggered um but uh yeah anyway and then you explain you're like no 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 like let me explain and you did and i was like all right okay so i had somebody who i explained the strategy to and i try as as neurotic as i am and how complicated i make everything Mm -hmm. i try to keep this very simple because in a sense it's just it's very simple and again like i said i stole this from a financial concept right and because where I work, I hear a lot of financial terms every day and a lot of financial strategies every day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just can't help but think about things in like a financial or a strategic way. So I had this person who said they'd like clarification on it. They want to know if number two and three are for chicks you find more attractive or are they just higher risk? That was their question. Mm-hmm. My answer, yes. Mm-hmm. 
That's it. Just yes. Their response is, okay, so both. Well, then how could someone move from a two to a one? If they move down for sleeping with you, isn't it weird that it's basically saying I was attracted to you, but now that you slept with me, I'm not attracted to you. I need a written form on this. Am I completely off? I said, you complicated too much. They're time based on risk. I said, pail number one is a, is like a savings account. It's very liquid, very low risk. And I, I it's funny because when I read through the way that I describe it, I could literally copy and paste all this and send it to somebody regarding a financial strategy and they'd never know that I was talking about the pails of pussy. Yeah. Like that's how integrated I've made this into financial. So here we go. Number one is the savings account. It's liquid and low risk. Number two is kind of like short-term bonds. They're slightly higher risk, longer time horizon. Number three are high cap stocks, REITs, BDCs, etc. They're high risk, lower, uh, longer time horizon. And as time passes, each pail pours over into the pail below. One can't depend on REIT income in the short term, just like one cannot depend on interest from savings accounts to last in the long term. So you have to work on those until you find the perfect annuitized income that will last a lifetime. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then this person's response was, I kind of get it. That shit sounds too complicated. But are, the, are they just for sex? Because you did say that one day you wanted to settle down. So how does your strategy account for that? Like, what, like do you have a potential datable, wifeable pale? Do you put every woman in your life into one of these? Or is it only a handful? And I said, potential wifeys go in as a high three. They're nurtured with the inevitable ups and downs of the market, and eventually they fall into the safer number one and will be cashed in for a guaranteed guaranteed lifetime annuity. She didn't get that. Still so many questions. Okay, so you put potential wifeys at a high three because you see them as high risk. But what if they surprise you and move themselves to a number one? Do they keep potential wifey status, or are you like, fuck that bitch, she moved too soon? Oh, and you never answer, does the woman, does everyone, okay, that's not important. I said, if they move, then they move. That's just how the markets work. And then this is kind of the part where I can't use it financially, but it makes sense. I said, girls with boyfriends go into a three. You passively manage number three. Since you're not looking to touch it for a while, you make minor adjustments. Loss of a boyfriend can always free up that space in number three, just like a world event can change movements in the market causing you to rebalance your portfolio. It's all about asset allocation. She says, I'm still confused. I can't explain it. I see it from a different perspective. I see them almost as a level of respect or status. And this is kind of where you got hung up for a little bit about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, higher the, respect, uh, the higher the bucket, the higher the respect or status. This is why women don't want to sleep with guys. They don't want to be... They don't want to be buckets. They want. They don't want to be bucket ones. They want to be bucket threes. You see, my response. That's why men handle the finances. <laughs> and then, uh, and then that was kind of how that went. But then I explained to her that it's kind of a joke. You got to keep some humor about it. It's just a concept loosely based in reality, like Narnia or the official nine eleven report. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I do need to say something. I wrote this down while you were, because I, okay, uh, back at the beginning when you, when she said something about um, um, how when you go from a, a bucket two to a bucket one. Yeah. Um, like, doesn't that mean like you find the most attractive or whatever? Now, I totally understand what you're saying. 
And I, I, not that I, it's not that I don't agree with it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's whatever. But I wrote this down because this is very true for you. Um, because you lose a certain level of interest once you've already slept with the person, you do, in fact, become less attracted to them. I believe. That's my opinion. Now, so it's it's not that, like, you literally don't find them attractive anymore. And then you like, you're like, whatever, I don't want to fuck them anymore. But so she kind of has a little bit of a point. Do you see, do you see how she has a little bit of a point? I think it's because, and going back to the financial type strategy, it's because once they move down to a one, I consider them to be liquid assets. Right. right. You know, they're, right. and a liquid asset is not bad. Like it sounds like, you know, it's objectifying women, I guess, is what a triggered feminist would say. But right. they are. It's a liquid asset. It's it's like it's like a savings account. You have access to it at any time. Yeah. You know what I mean. And I think that um, there, there's no less of worth in that account just because you can access it any time. But I think the problem is is that when people think of a savings account, they think, oh shit, a savings account could be depleted mm-hmm. and go away. Yeah. Which there have been a couple women who everything just kind of fizzles out, you know, the I guess the account runs dry. And it's not because I think it's just because both people just kind of lose interest, mm-hmm. you know, and then there's like there's one girl who I consider a one because she's very, very liquid account yeah, and she considers me the same. And she literally only calls me. Every once in a while, just to come over and fuck her brains out. And then we don't talk for months. Yeah. You know? Weeks, months. And then she'll call me again. Or I'll call her. And that's... You know? And and she was a three at one point. Yeah. You know? Because I just thought that because of who the person was, like, she would never, ever want to sleep with me. Hmm. And she went from a three down to a one in the matter of about three seconds. You know, one minute she was a one or a three. Next thing I know, she was a three, like out of sight, out of mind. This is if she was even in it at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I didn't put a lot of, uh, I didn't put a lot of, uh, are you having some headphone problems over there? We're good. Okay. I fixed it. Okay. Um, so I just never, she was like out of sight, out of mind. And then she just randomly reached out with a picture of her tits and next thing you know, we're talking about fucking, and then we fucked, and then we've fucked a few times since then. And the that, old tit pick. The old tit pick. I've there was a there was a guy that I used to have sex with. He moved. I'm very sad about that. I miss you, John. Um, <laughs> but uh, he that we we would like chit chat, you know, and he kept inviting me to like go places with him, <clears throat> and I always was like, eh, I don't really want to go with you. And then one day, I don't know what happened. I sent him a picture of my tits and like literally, oh, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, uh, <laughs> anyway, I sent him a picture of my tits and then we started fucking and then we fucked for a long time. It was really yeah, cool. See, the old tit pick does it every time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've beat this fucking dead horse, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, we've explained this on this show multiple times. This is not a new uh, a new thing, and if anybody wants a better ampl- amplification 
on the Pales of Pussy strategy, I will leave a link to the episode where it was first brought up in uh, in the show notes for this episode. And uh, I don't know. I think we're having some audio issues, kind of. So um, we'll go to a break, and then when we come back, uh, hopefully we'll figure out what's going on with all this because I can't hear shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can hear, but everything. I'm really loud. Yes. You're really quiet. And uh, that song faded out way too fast. <laughs> there we go. All right. So we're going to take a break. This is the Toe on the Trigger podcast. We'll be right back. It's 738. Shut up, everyone. Shut up. Woo. This is Leo. This is Kitty. This is Fez. This is Jackie. This is Cobra. What's up? And Midgey. We are Afterburn 739 Podcast coming to you from Squish Bar. Tune in every week and hear us talk about anything and everything. We are not politically correct. We are certainly not well informed. Sometimes we will make shit up. But we will make you laugh. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Afterburn739.com. And Twitter and Afterburn739. What's Stitcher? Hello, Kitty. Welcome to the party. to the party. My jingle. <laughs> and you never know who might turn up in Squish Bar in the Turkey Bucket Gallery. I quit. This is Toe on the Trigger News. I am Daniel Repples. Though Canadians are known for their outstanding manners, one Ontario teacher breaks that stereotype after being suspended without pay for telling a student to lick her where she farts. This is the latest in a series of allegations against her for similar outbursts. The power of Christ compels you. At least that's what a Ventura, California man was probably thinking when he broke into a gift shop in a California mission, stole two crucifixes, and proceeded to beat people with them in the parking lot. Meanwhile, in Florida, Florida woman shows her love for Florida man by calling a bomb threat into the local courthouse in hopes of postponing her boyfriend's drug test. Both suspects were later arrested. For TOTT News, I am Dana Rebels, and this is the world that we live in. That works. That was very nice. Yeah, that was a good one. So we are back. I think we fixed our um, our audio problems for the most part. Yes. You're not very... I'm not too loud, and you're not too quiet. Yay! So that works. Um, let's hope that it continues that way. Yes. Which reminds me, I'm getting two new mixers. I'm so yes. excited. Yes, Leo from the Afterburn 739 podcast uh, is getting a new setup in uh, Scrish Bar, which is what they call their studio out there in Ohio. Okay. And he put a little thing out there in the Potter and Family chat that said, I'm getting rid of these mixers. Who wants them? And I said, I do. <laughs> so he gave me a really good deal, and they should be coming in. And I'm going to use those. Um, I'm going to use those for field stuff. Field we're, stuff. Yeah, we're gonna do field stuff. We're gonna go out on the field. Makes me all tingly. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. I'm hoping that we, uh, I'm hoping that we, we get some better con. Not not that we have bad content, but that we get better, more robust content. Yes. For the show. I'm in, very excited. In, in coming months, because uh, you know, I mean, Total Trigger Studio is a beautiful place, but the world is a lot more beautiful and less dark at times. <laughs> yes. You know. I mean, this is a dark podcast, but we don't always have to. Uh, we don't always have to be so so dark all the time, do we? No. 
found this article online recently. Um, there is a cafe opening in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. It's a coffee shop. And I don't know if this is going to be the actual name of the coffee shop, but it's being dubbed the Felicio Cafe. Oh. That's going to open in Geneva, Switzerland, where you get a cup of coffee for about the equivalent of about five bucks. And uh, for an extra $50, you get a blowjob. I would like to work there. You'd like to work there. That sounds amazing. Yeah. It's, uh, let's see, the firm behind it says the customers will be able to order coffee, then select a sex worker of their choice from an iPad to give them a blowjob. And when I first read this, I thought it was bullshit. I was like, oh, this is just some clickbait story that's not really real. Yeah. So I didn't really, like, like I had it saved just in case, and then I had some time to actually investigate, and I looked it up online, and there were multiple articles in multiple different sources that verified that... This is, in fact, a true thing. That's awesome. Yeah. I would. Uh, I wish they would do that here. That'd be cool. I mean, I'm not... But see, that's the thing is I would want the blowjob to be more. Because you know how I am. I'm like, okay, cool. You're sucking my dick. I'll pull out the vagina and let's do some real shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think that's awesome, though. I, mm, I want to know if it's all women working or if it's men, too. Um, let's see. That's a good. That's a good question. It says, uh, "So the firm is called Face Girl. That's mm. the firm that's backing it, um, and it just says a sex worker of their choice. So yeah, it doesn't actually say whether it'll be a dude or a chick who provides said blowjob to you. If I was a guy, I would be fine with either one, but I'm bi, so yeah. A lot of uh, a lot of guys don't um, don't share. Yeah." The same, uh, the same feelings that you do. God, that'd be so much fun to wake up every morning and be like, "I'm gonna go to work and suck some dick," but in a classy way, in a, a coffee cl- shop. Yeah, like, you, you're not, you're not a hooker. You, you get benefits and all kinds of oh shit. Oh my god, that sounds. I need to move to Switzerland. There's a lot of good reasons to move to Switzerland. Probably. I, I mean, know, if that's right? one of them for you, then right on. So, you broke your vibrator. Yeah. What are you using now? Um, my fingers. Ooh, your weak AF fingers. My weak fingers. Well, like I said earlier, they, they're getting better. Good. I'm uh, really I'm working on it. You're working on it. What's the weirdest thing you've ever masturbated with? <laughs> uh, um, I think it's a toss up between Sharpies and, well, a Sharpie, I guess. A Sharpie or a um, a spray deodorant bottle. Oh, wow. Yeah. 47 women confess the weirdest item they've used to masturbate with. Okay. Ready? Number one, a Tickle Me Elmo. What? How? This lady says, when I was younger, I realized my old Tickle Me Elmo doll felt very nice when it shook as it laughed. So oh. being a creative little youngster... I cut it open and took out the part that vibrated. I unscrewed that and cut out the speaker so it wouldn't make that laughing noise. Put it back together and viola. Lil Me's first vibrator. Isn't it voila? Yeah, you're right. Hmm, sorry. You know what? 
when I was younger, I was thinking just now, right? Okay. Like just about my current. You didn't take a tickle me Elmo part, did you? No, but I used to um, use my uh, Barbies. Like the legs? <laughs> no. The whole Barbie? <laughs> Not like I wouldn't like fuck myself with a Barbie. I just it was it felt nice because it was like it was like hard enough to like hold like um. But, like, their hair was soft, and it just, like... You put their head inside of you. Yeah. I wasn't, like, a child. I was just... I was younger, and I still had Barbies. Huh. I was a teenager. But, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Number two. A wiggling goldfish in a plastic bag. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's amazing. The woman says, you know, at the fair, you can win those goldfish in a bag. Yeah, I use that. I poured most of the water out, uh, slipped it up inside the bag. Uh, slip, no, I poured most of the water out, The slipped it up inside the bag. The way it wiggled felt unreal. I've still got the fish, but I never used it again. Oh, man. So I guess she put the whole bag into her vagina. I think she held it up against her vagina. She said, slipped it up inside the bag. I don't know what that means. I don't know. I I can't imagine putting the whole thing in. Well, she said she dumped out most of the water. I know, but vaginas are tight. I mean, they're like, that would be really hard to not kill the fish. Yeah. So... But still, that's that's pretty crazy. Next one. A snake plush toy. 10 out of 10 would fuck a snake again. <laughs> like rubbing up against it? Yeah, I guess. Um, I can see that. I mean, does plush feel good to like rub on a... Yeah. I hmm. mean, that's it's kind of like with the Barbie thing. Like it's... Yeah. And this next woman I think is just not human. Okay. She once made a dildo out of Legos. Ah. Yeah. I mean, I've stepped on a Lego. And I've stepped on a dildo. <laughs> and 10 out of 10 would step on a dildo again. Yeah. If I had the choice between Legos, the two. Legos, really? Ow. Yeah, that doesn't seem good at all. No. Oh, here's one. This one is you. Did you submit to this? No. A bubble wand. <laughs> I have done that. Yeah, I know. Relatively recently. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the shit. She take it in the shower and use it with the sh- with the shower head. That makes oh it sound God. like I masturbated with bubbles. Hold on. Uh, I used it like a dildo in the shower head, like a vibrator. Dude, she knows what's up. I used a vibrator and the bubble wand, which okay. was kind of difficult because the bubble wand was huge. It was like it's like two feet long and you put the whole thing in there huh just no, fucking... i did not but just it's probably the back like out. how how like what was the girth would you say i would say i would like compare it to you but nobody knows like, so like how... a beer can <laughs> fosters <laughs> <laughs> no um it's like i don't know how to what what should i compare it to i don't um, know be careful though because people are listening don't don't go too small <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it was an it was a nice size. It was like it was like average dick girth. Oh, okay. So, but hard. <laughs> like yeah, completely very hard. hard. So, yeah. 
Okay, this is one that I've heard before, so this one's not really that weird. Uh, a hairbrush handle. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, everybody does that, I think. No, not me, but like, <laughs> I think every chick at one point finds a hairbrush. And she's it's like, gotta be the right hairbrush. Yeah, because some of them have sucks? those incredibly ribbed handles, oh, yes. and they have like the little rubber. Like, I don't know why. Like, is that so it doesn't just like go rogue when you're brushing your hair? Like, quick, <laughs> quick speeds. You know what though? The best ones are the ones with the gel handles. Oh my god! But then, um, uh, you know what sucks about hairbrushes though is they usually have a hole at the end, and that's gross. They oh yeah, they do. They have that weird yeah. hole. That seems like it would be abrasive kind of just like the yeah and it's like it's just it's weird i don't like it uh a huge scooby-doo okay uh this woman when she was 14 she straddled a huge scooby-doo she won at um king's island Mm -hmm. and rode him to kingdom come no jeez she spelled it (laughs) c-u-m she only got to do it once though because she busted him open (laughs) nice she was cleaning up the weird foam filler for weeks that's awesome. Here's another one that's not that odd. It's pretty common. Electric toothbrush. You know, I tried that, but mm, it never just really like, did it for me. Like, just turn it on and just hold the bottom up to... Well, the top is what vibrates. Like, the whole thing vibrates. Yeah. But it's the... Yeah. I just... Mm. Uh, this girl right here says she heard that losing her virginity would hurt, so she tried to pop her own cherry with a toothbrush. The bristle end. <laughs> she said it hurt like hell. Probably shouldn't have used the bristled end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I knew a girl who who did that. She used the bristled end of a toothbrush. Yeah, that's she uh, used the bristle end, and she, yeah, she. Hmm. I told her I I said you should because I think it's I wouldn't do that because it seems like it's too pointy like. A toothbrush is so I would use something like bigger, like girthier. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't know. I just it's it's ugh. it sounds dangerous to me. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see that working. This girl went really really MacGyver with it. She said for desperate times, this is what she did. She said, "Ladies, listen up." So, do you have your pen ready? I do. All right, ready to take notes. Okay, mm-hmm. you need a washcloth, a hair tie. And a shower head that's not detachable. So just your normal shower head, right? Okay. Uh, you put the hair tie on the shower head and then the washcloth over the top of one corner hanging down. And then hold it in place with the hair tie. Okay. So you kind of, so it's like the whole hair tie is holding the washcloth to the, the shower head. Mm-hmm. You adjust it until the water is falling falling down in one stream. Mm-hmm. And then you... Situate yourself so it hits your vagina. Okay. And that that's it. Hmm. Now, what I've done with a shower head that you do take off is, you know how you can set it to the jet setting? Yeah. Well, sometimes that's just not enough. Um, Jesus. So what you do, because what what happens is you get desensitized. Like, if yeah. you're, when you're 15 taking a shower every day because you're 15 and you need to be clean, and you, like, you know, you you need to also have an orgasm every day you just it's it becomes like not enough stimulation so what you do is you hold the because like when it's the jet stream or the what did i say yeah yeah the jet stream um, it's like usually three or four um holes that it comes out of you hold the ones you're not you basically focus all the water out of one hole okay 
Yeah. One or two. And then it's like, it's like a, a vibrator. It's amazing. So you're welcome, listeners. <laughs> All right. This has got to be the weirdest one. This girl, uh, when she was younger, she discovered her vagina at a young age and she put a mirror on her bedroom floor and sat in front of it with her legs spread, right? Okay. She'd push back the labia and poke at the stuff to see what happened. One day during this ritual, which I guess was a daily occurrence for her, she got this bizarre idea. She got up, walked to the kitchen, got the box of Morton salt, plopped back into the mirror spot, and just poured it all over her clit and her labia. That's it? It was burning. It was burning and awful. She felt the burn. She was then trapped in her room with a vagina completely covered in salt like some giant radioactive slug. Ugh. Yeah. She said later on she was rifling through her mother's underwear drawer, found a little vibrating bullet, wiped it, and masturbated with it all through high school. And she refused to acknowledge to herself that it was her mom's or dad's. Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> I have a funny story about sex toys and parents. Okay. Not my parents. Uh, my my parents' parents. Oh, geez. <laughs> so uh, my mom was my mom was about my age, maybe a little bit older, and she was helping her mom and dad move their furniture around, like move the bedroom furniture into a different room. And uh, she, so my mom had been married for a few years, but she's very very tame sex life. Um, no toys. There were toys were not a thing. Um, so she didn't even like know about sex toys. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, she, she goes to move the mattress. Like she was just being impatient and didn't want help. So she moved the top mattress off and a very large double ended dildo thing. Jeez. Fell out like, yeah. like, like flimsy. It was very like gel or whatever. And my mom was just like, what is this? She wasn't horrified. She didn't know what it was. And then she like picked it up and she was like playing with it. Like she didn't, she's like, whoa, this is so strange. And then my grandma walked in and was like, Christy, put that down. You know? And yeah. she's like, my mom was like, well, why? And my, my grandma was just like, you just don't, don't worry about it. And then my mom, like, I guess it kind of resembled like a penis or whatever. So she was just like sitting there thinking about it. And she's like. Why would you have that? Like she was so horrified by it, and uh, and my grandma was just like, she's like, it's not mine. Just don't worry about it. And my mom was like, well, then whose is it? And she's just looking at my grandma, and my grandma was like, well, think that through. It's not just my bed. And I was like, so my mom is telling me this story, and I'm like, oh shit, like that's grandpa's kinky as fuck. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. so the kinky, the kinky legacy of kinky Cassie goes back a couple generations and then, <laughs> oh, then it skips one apparently. Yeah. My, my parents are. So when people ask you, why are you so kinky? You'd be like, nah, I got it from a granddad. <laughs> I love that he and I don't have any communication between us at all. That's probably why he'd probably be afraid to fuck you. What? Yeah. He would be afraid to fuck me? Yeah. He doesn't communicate with you because he'd be afraid he want to fuck oh. you. Maybe he's like, yeah, that girl's got the kink gene. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't. Mm, no, <laughs> I'm like, I wouldn't fuck my grandpa. Or would I? Just so you know, I don't know why I felt the need to say that, but yeah, for the record, would not fuck him. Really? Yeah. 
Really? Really. Really, really. I know I like old guys, but not my grandpa. Okay. <laughs> okay. There have been two shows in a row now where I have admitted weird things. Vomit makes me horny. <laughs> <laughs> and I would not fuck my grandpa. <laughs> this okay. music, though. <laughs> supposed to be edited to this part. Curb your enthusiasm. Oh, yeah. Really? I'm not lying. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Top of a bedpost. Oh, yeah. That's it was, dangerous. It was very dick-shaped, <laughs> and it wobbled. And one day I was changing my sheets. I got an idea, and that night I went and unscrewed it and used it to masturbate. It was awesome. I was sexually active and very good with it. Oh, my God. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I've done that with a metal one, and it, it was that was dangerous. Because I was on, like, my knee was on the... Um, this was at a, <laughs> a family friend's house when I was pretty young. Um and uh uh i had my knee on the bed and like a a stool like a like oh so you were standing yeah <laughs> do you could have impaled yourself i know that's why i said it's dangerous make a cassie bedpost <laughs> yeah okay and then we have the of course i'm going to combine these ones into like one a vibrating Wii remote an n64 controller with a rumble pack and a ps2 controller I used to, um, I was dating this, this nerd and we were playing Skyrim Well, I was trying to play Skyrim and, uh, I was, I was sitting and I was holding the controller like against like my legs, but like also my pussy, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, Oh, watch this. <laughs> he like made it. He wasn't trying to, but like he did something in the game and it like, made the whole thing sh- I'm like do that again <laughs> like that was so exciting and then it became a thing but um yeah. still still can't get out of that fucking village at Skyrim a <laughs> 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 fucking dragon dude like do you know what I'm talking about at all no clue you start the game in this village and you need to get out of the you village you couldn't get out of the first level no like the fucking dragon like it wouldn't the fucking dragon <laughs> like I, fly you fool no, like it would fly it like chases you and stuff and like you have to apparently it's extremely easy to get out of that village but i couldn't do it <laughs> i how spent about, many an hour doing that how about a subwoofer uh, okay sure a very powerful one i could see that working i mean it worked in uh private parts the movie yeah. so i mean it's got to be real right yeah sure um a doll face covered in baby oil <clears throat> that's weird. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Fucker. <laughs> I, I picture like a porcelain doll, one of those really ugly. No, you can't ones. do porcelain. It's got to be like a baby doll, like the soft ones. How about uh, horse riding? <laughs> yeah. You've done that? <laughs> yeah, I used to have lessons. And... I wasn't trying to masturbate, though. I was too young to, like, know. You're just like, wow, this feels cool. I was just like, this feels great. We should go horseback riding every day. Uh, and then there's just the random ones that used uh, just different kinds of uh, cans and bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weird shit. Um, a bike seat. Whoa. A lightsaber. That's awesome. A clay penis. A glow stick. 
Yes. And then a few people just said everything. <laughs> just anything. Just, just everything. A mini bottle of baby powder. Yeah. Too many things. I'm so glad I'm st- I'm older now and have actually didn't have actual fucking sex toys. My vagina thanks me for it significantly, but the best toy to this day I still use the shower head. Oh yeah. Yeah. That seems to be the woman's best friend. Shower, is shower head is great. Anytime I go into like a woman's house and I need to use the bathroom and I'm in there, mm-hmm. that's uh I'm like, I know what that's for. <laughs> I know what you use that for. Yeah. Um, a leaf blower. Oh, Jesus. No context as to how. And I don't okay. think I want to know. I think that they just left that up to the imagination. Yeah. M&M mini tube. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. the M&M's minis. Remember yeah. those little tubes? Yeah. I knew people that used to hide meth in those things. All right. <laughs> yeah. So they're good for hiding meth and touching your vagina with. <laughs> so there you go. Um, Dear Abby. Yes. I've been dating a married man for 30 years. Our relationship started a few months after he got married. I know it was wrong to begin the relationship, but it started just as a way for me to get sexual experience. For him, I think he was infatuated with the idea that a younger woman found him attractive. I asked him out knowing he was married, thus safe from expecting a commitment. I don't think either of us expected our so-called relationship to last this long. I've dated other men... Uh who knew nothing of him and gave birth to a child, not his. So it's not like he's the only man I see. Of course, he knows I date other men. Many times I have thought about ending our affair because I feel guilty and sad for his wife. My problem is our conversations are intoxicating. Our kisses, touches, and lovemaking are like no other. Must I stop seeing him? Or do you think that what others don't know won't hurt them? Can't stop seeing him. All right, look, slut. Um, here's the issue. She's not a stove. No. Either. Here, here's the thing. I am a strong believer in... So far... Okay. She's not doing everything entirely wrong, in my opinion. She asked him out. If you... That's fine. Okay. If you are going to engage in sexual activity... With a taken individual, there are rules. There are rules. Um, you you don't befriend the don't the befriend significant, the significant other. You yes, you you really shouldn't meet them. You shouldn't even. They shouldn't even be in conversation. Exactly. Yes. Um. Now, back up a little bit. You know that the person is taken. Before you initiate any kind of anything, you need to decide what kind of person you are willing to be. Yes. <laughs> because if, even if you have zero moral convictions on anything, that's fine. But you need to decide if you are okay with feeling shitty about yourself. Or if you are okay with the person you're, you know, seeing up and leaving you, you know, you have to decide if those things are okay with you. And, um, you know, I've, I've done that before. I've, I've, um, I've had sex with people who were in relationships and some of them, I wish I had not. And some of them, I, I doesn't really affect you. It, it affected me, but the fact that 
it wasn't even the sex was so great. It was that it was just, I, I don't regret it. Yeah. But in other circumstances, I really do regret it a lot. And I, you know, will probably regret it for a long time. But in this chick's situation, I think she just needs to decide, um, you know, what do you want to do? Like, do you, I understand that. I mean, she has a kid. She's dated other men. So mm-hmm. she's obviously and it. I mean, she like she obviously has feelings for him, but she's like, OK, with the fact that he's married. He she's okay with like the fact that she sees other guys and has sex with other guys. The thing that gets me is that she calls it she says that her their conversations are intoxicating. Their kisses, touches, and love making are like no other. She calls it love making. Which to me says if I was her friend and she told me this, I would say, You need to stop now. Yeah. Because you cannot, you can, but you're going to be in a world of hurt forever. 30 years this has been happening. Yeah, she she really needs to let go. And it, it's, trust me, I understand it's hard, mm. but you, you, it's not going to change. And, and once you passed the, it's just sex, but, you know, you've gone past that. And now it's like, we're making love and, you know. We have these amazing conversations. It's only going to get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And let's say he leaves his wife, right? And then expects you to be his one and only? No, what I'm saying is let's say he leaves her for Mm -hmm. this other girl. The thought that that he's going to be like just hers now is stupid. Yeah. Like, no. You can't, especially after 30 years of this, like, you can't be like, oh, I'm the only woman. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, I've seen, you know what, like, I know this, this guy, this guy and this girl, they've been, I don't know if they're married, but they've been together for, I think about seven or eight years and their relationship started because he was fucking her while she was married to her ex. Mm -hmm. They divorced and they've been together for eight years. They are, they have, they're very happy. Mm -hmm. They trust each other. They're honest with each other and everything's fine. Right. I, on the other hand, I know that if I was fucking some chick that was in a relationship and then she left that person, whether it was for me or what, just whatever reason, if they wanted to be with me, I just know I could not trust them. That is exactly how there's a, there's a guy that I, that I've been having sex with that, um, we started having sex when he was with somebody and, you know, I, that was one of those situations where I did feel kind of guilty. I had no idea who this other girl was, you know yeah. what I mean? But I, I did feel kind of guilty, but, um, uh, but the, and, and the, we've never said like, oh, you know, maybe we'll date nothing like that. It's always been like, we'll never date, but that's still talking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I always think like, I would never date you because I would never trust you ever. Exactly. Like, no. So do you think, okay, so you think her question is, must I stop seeing him? Yes. And your answer is yes. Yep. Um, her next question is, or do you think that what others don't know won't hurt them? And now, before you answer that, your answer to that question and our whole conversation has been centered around this girl. And it's not, we haven't taken into account the wife. So you think that she should stop seeing him? for her own her own well-being like fuck the wife and all that not fuck the wife but 
but you don't know the wife. You don't, and you need to keep it that way. Yeah. I mean, I, no, I, I, I don't really feel, I, I don't really feel bad for the wife. I mean, it sucks for her, I guess, if she has a problem with it. We don't even know if she cares. Yeah. I mean, mean, we know that, we know that she, hello, we know that she doesn't know, but we, we don't know that she might know and she might just be like, nah, he's going to do whatever he wants. I know people who've done that. She just like down low knows. She just like, like low key knows and just doesn't even tell him that she knows because she might be going out fucking. And I mean, this is getting into the weeds on this and like writing whole backstories. But so your thing is. We're not focusing on the wife no. or the husband. No. We're just focusing on this woman and her own well-being. Yeah. And I agree with you in the sense that obviously like she has some kind of feelings. But again, the thing that hangs me up on this is the fact that they've been doing this affair for 30 years. And she's seems like she's just kind of gone through her life and been okay with the fact that he's always going to be unattainable. Except she wrote a letter. Talking about it. She did, but she also came with it at the sense of, should I stop for the sake of the fact that he is married and has a wife? Not for her own sake. At least that's how she worded it. Do you think it was a cry for help for herself? I think so. I don't think there's any reason to bring it up ever unless you're... I mean, obviously she's hurting a little bit because she says that they're like, you know making love and stuff. You don't really say that unless you're like too yeah, invested. Yeah. That's the in only something. thing is is the love making and the intoxicating conversations. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's your that's your verdict. She needs yeah. to stop. She needs for to stop. herself. She needs to knock it off. Not not for the wife, not for the husband, but for her own her own peace of mind. Yes. All right. All right, so that that's your answer. That's a good answer. All right, well, I think uh we're at that point of the show. What do you think? I agree. All right. Do you recognize this? Yeah, what is this? This was uh, Mike's single life song. Oh. Yeah, I haven't used it in a while, and I still have it, and there's no reason deleting music beds, because, I mean, we can always use them for other things. Yeah. I like this song a lot. Yeah, it's got that upbeat, like, hey, guys, what's up? Yeah. All right, so we're going to name this episode, episode 060. Um, I have one, two, three, four potential names. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just inhaled water. I have three. You have three as well. Okay. Uh, my first one is straight out of content. Okay. Um, my first one is bucketize yourself. Bucketize yourself. My second one is Fluffy Teddy Bear. Oh. Um, Blowjob Coffee. Blowjob Coffee. Okay. Knock the Back Out. What was that from? Uh, when we were talking about masturbating with a gigantic bubble wand. Oh, yeah. I have Goldfish Orgasm. And then I got I got it from my granddad. <laughs> uh, what was your first one again? Uh, straight out of content. I still like that one. You do? I really like, uh, I got it from my granddad and bucketize yourself. Those are the two I like. Let's do bucketize yourself. You want to do that? Yeah. 
All right, then uh, let me write that down. So oh I my god, you picked one of mine. Shut thank the fuck you, up. We you, always pick you. one of yours. I know. All right, uh, so episode zero six zero is going to be called "Bucketize Yourself," and that's that's yourself, not yourself. Yes. Okay. And then we'll see if we get sued by the company I work for in the next couple. Oh of weeks. yeah, huh? I highly doubt they use the term "bucketize." They do. They do. Yeah, we use it all the time. Bucketize. Yeah. It's it's one of uh it's one of the uh, whatever fuck it I don't want to say too much yeah <laughs> don't want to incriminate myself <laughs> all right uh so yeah that's the name of the episode and uh, unless you have anything else I think uh, I think we're ready to fucking go get some in and out what do you think oh my god yes please all right then with that being said this has been episode zero six zero of the Tonal Trigger podcast I want to thank everybody for listening. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button on our website at TorontoTrigger.com slash subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, the TuneIn app, or anywhere podcasts are available. You can keep up with the show on social media. We are on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TorontoTrigger and Twitter and Instagram at TorontoTrigger. While you are on Twitter, check out the hashtag PotternFamily to get a dose of many other fantastic shows, including... The Unwritable Rant Podcast with writer and occasional occasional misanthrope Juliet Miranda. The podcast features bourbon, comedy monologues, bourbon, the occasional interview, and bourbon. You can check out the show at theunwritablerant.com or on Twitter at Morning Neurosis. Be sure to reach out to us. You can leave us a message on all of our social media pages. You can contact us on our website at toolmetrigger.com slash take a shot. Or at our email address at take a shot at toeonthetrigger.com. You can also leave us a voicemail at our phone number, T O E 546 T O T T. That's 863 546 8688. And finally, if you like what you hear on the Toe on the Trigger podcast, don't forget to tell your friends. For Kinky Cassie, I am Daniel Reppels, and until next time, keep your toe off of that trigger. Yeah.